Welcome to Day 11 of Study. Today's agenda has three parts. Part 1, Hand Reading Practice. Part 2, Lessons Learned from the free download page called Poker Tracker 4 Filter List by PokerLeakBuster.com. And Part 3, Diving into the Biggest Leak Found, Cold Calling Preflop. You can find links for today's study content at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash volume 2 links. Go to Day 11. The first part of today's agenda, hand reading practice. Pause the audiobook and take the time to do a hand reading practice. Choose a showdown hand from your own database and use Flopzilla. This time, hand read both ranges. Part 2 of today's agenda, lessons learned from the free download page called Poker Tracker 4 Filter List by PokerLeakBuster.com. I recommend you study this content for yourself, then come back and listen to my notes from this download page. Here are my notes. I'm really appreciative of PokerLeakBuster.com for giving the public free access to these 14 filters. Most of them are great. I highly recommend downloading, importing, and using them to find and plug leaks within your game. Plus, using these will give ideas into other filters you could employ to dig deeper into your database. I'm not going to discuss how to run each of the filters right now. All you have to do is visit the page, download the filters, then import each one into PokerTracker 4. But it will benefit you to review each of the filters once you import them to understand how they're searching through your database for hands. I created a simple chart that lists all of the filters, the number of hands returned from each filter, the win rate associated with each, and a column for how important I felt each leak was to me. You can see an image of this chart on the images page, day 11. If you're looking at the chart right now, you can see that I have three leaks to attend to, those negative win rate numbers. But the worst one is cold called 2-bet preflop. Part 3 for today, diving into the biggest leak found, cold calling preflop. Cold calling takes place outside of the blinds. These would be calls made after somebody opens the pot when you have zero dollars invested so far. You need to be aware that your EV of folding in cold calling situations is zero. You're neither making money nor losing money. This means that if you cold call in a given situation, it has to be better than the neutral EV of folding that hand. I ran this filter with Poker Tracker 4, and then I went through these 53 hands to find where I was losing the most money. A few things stood out, and I created these four action steps to help me plug this leak. Action step number one, don't cold call two bets with off-suit connectors. These are just not good enough to play, even in position. And if I call, it could elicit other calls after me, so I'll be going to the flop multi-way with a subpar hand. Action step number two, don't cold call two bets with marginal hands. Hands like ace-6 offsuit, jack-9 offsuit, and king-7 suited are just not worth playing versus a preflop raiser. The preflop raiser's open raising range crushes hands like these. Even though I may have position, I've got to hit something or successfully pull off some post-flop bluffs to win the pot. Folding these hands instead of calling is neutral EV, which is better than the likely negative EV aspect of playing these types of hands. Action step number three. Don't raise the flop without good drawing equity, or a good reason to think they'll fold often enough to make it profitable. My losses were exacerbated because of bad bluffs that bloated the pot against players who were unlikely to fold. And action step number four. Consider making a 3-bet or folding with the above-mentioned hands. 3-bet bluffing could win the pot pre-flop versus frequent openers. 
Look at their fold to 3-bet stats by position before you consider doing so. You want to target those who fold at 60% or greater to 3-bets. This concludes the study session for day 11.